My name's Ed, Ed Teal, and we are sitting on the 1970s sectional at Ed's Garage and Tap Room. It's the front of the house for York County Cider, where we do all our production, packaging, distribution. And how long have you been here? We've been in this location for six months right now, and before that we were at a smaller location here in Fredericton for about a little over a year and a half. And we just needed more space, so we got this building. Can you tell me a little bit about how the cidery came to be and, and some of the flavor behind it? Sure. I, um, I'm a long-time cider drinker. I've been drinking ciders for 30 years or more now. And I've been making cider on a small scale. Oh, probably 1991 was my first batch of cider. Uh, so, long-time cider lover. I was in the UK in 2012 and I saw how much cider had increased in popularity there. It was already the world's biggest cider market and I could see it had taken a big uptake since I'd last been there. I thought, hmm, this might follow to North America and it did. So we started talking about it and uh, laid some of the ideas down, but we had to delay them for some family reasons till 2015. So that's when we got the, all the paperwork started and licensing and 2000. 16 we opened the doors and started pouring can you tell me a little bit about the area and what it means to be in Fredericton and, and New Brunswick and the cider group here uh, it's actually pretty good uh, to, to make cider here in Fredericton we're in a really great natural apple growing region so we do get a little bit of juice from around here and the rest of it we source from some other apple regions here in the province Fredericton is just an exceptional spot for our, our customer base. Uh, Fredericton has been really welcoming to new ideas and new products. The craft beer scene here in Fredericton is the strongest in Eastern Canada. Stronger than any place except uh, you have to go to Montreal to get a bit more vibrant craft beer scene. So that, that kind of people or those kind of people are really welcoming to our ciders we're finding. You mentioned that uh, heading over to the UK you, you really got an interest and you came back in 2015 and, and got things sort of started up. Has there been a boom here since then uh, and have you seen more cideries come on the market or has there just sort of been a, a steadiness that's been around? We were sort of in the second wave. I guess a couple cideries had started here probably around 2014. There was two uh, both, well, sorry, one was farm-based and one was in a sort of an urban cidery. And then there was a couple more that followed just before we were opened as well. Uh, and then there's been one or two since us. So we're sort of caught right around the middle. Is there... Uh, what, what's really the appetite for it, for it here? You, obviously, beer is sort of, in the craft beer scene, is really the big thing. Is cider paralleling that and, and continuing to grow and you're seeing new markets emerge? I would say cider's growing even faster than the craft beer scene. It's at, we started from a much smaller base, so it's easy to have double-digit growth every year when you start very small. Uh, here in Fredericton, I think... Uh, we have a large university student population that comes in, and there especially, uh, that demographic is really taking to cider more than uh, older people. So that's been a big that's a big boost for our industry. We're finding um, there's also some people coming to it from an alternative to beer. They you know they find they they didn't like beer, so they're drinking light beers or the plainest lager. And then they're having a cider and realizing, wow, I really enjoy this. Has a bigger, more imp- pleasant flavor. If I'm going to have a drink, I'd much rather have a cider. So we're stealing some of that light beer drinker crowd as well as sort of the new sort of 
hipster sort of cider drinker crowd. Can you tell me a little bit about the facility here and uh, what it is that you're actually producing on site? Well, we, we do all our fermentation and packaging here on site. We have uh, our capacity is about just under 12,000 liters a month now, and we're increasing our, um, our bottling and carbonating system literally as we speak. One of two bright tanks, which are our carbonation tanks, should have left the warehouse in Oregon today to start their way here. We have a, a really nice tap room, sort of uh, gets us to showcase a lot of products that don't get into our bottle or keg stream. We did uh, a ginger peach, or sorry, pardon me, a ginger pink lemonade a couple weeks ago, a very tart but funky kind of slider, and it was a huge hit, but we wouldn't do that in a bottle kind of thing. So we, let to, we get to have more fun with that. We also get to have the interaction face-to-face -face with our customers, get you know feedback, oh, I really like this, or have you guys thought about that? So that's been really valuable to us as well. And I mean, the rewarding um, interaction with the customers, you know, just, you know, we get to hear all kinds of things, you know, they took our cider to their cottage in Ontario, or they have family visiting from another part of the country and they bring them here, or, and we've even had people had you know UK visitors in Fredericton be brought here. Just you know, really, it's been a great experience. How far does the, your organization reach, and where are people able to get some of the products if not from right here? We're pretty much only available in New Brunswick. We're we do have a full uh, uh, distribution across the province, top to bottom, left to right, sort of thing. We have sent a little bit of product down to Halifax in Nova Scotia. And we leave at Odark 100 uh, Friday morning for another little sales mission to Halifax. There's a big cider festival on Saturday in Halifax, and we'll be part of that. So we're combining that with the sales call mission. Are you seeing those types of things, the festivals, the gatherings, and so on, growing more as a cider focus? They are. It's a little difficult here with our smaller population. We, ha we often get lumped in with beer or wine. We've had two cider festivals but there wasn't one last year and we're trying to get one organized for this year still it's it's a little hard to get it up and running because we've got so much going on uh, on our own so we're working with uh, one of the beer festival organizers uh, we're trying to get something for september this year here they are a great event and they do showcase uh cider to people who sometimes only think there's an angry orchard in the in the stores do you offer uh, a mail or online purchase service, or is it really just here out of the shop? Uh, pretty much it's out of our shop or through the, uh, the New Brunswick Liquor Store system. Uh, we're hoping to be in the grocery stores in the next few weeks sometime, but we're waiting for that the green light from the distributor. And, and tell me a little bit about the product offerings that you have. How did you get started, and where does some of the creativity come from it? Well, we started with a fairly traditional lineup. Uh, we did a dry and a semi-dry, a ginger, a hopped, and a blueberry one, because blueberry's a big thing in New Brunswick. So that was sort of our offering. They, were, they tended to be on the drier side, a little bit tart. But this, this year especially, uh, well, last year we started, but this year we've expanded. We we're doing a bunch of other sort of more creative flavors. We're doing a... Uh, uh, the ginger pink lemonade I mentioned. We do a hopped pineapple, which is still on the dry side, but has a great flavor and really well received. 
We've launched a new sweeter cider, a sweeter flavored cider, which I never thought we would have made. It's a strawberry lime and it's our biggest seller right now. It's, uh, it's not as sweet as it sounds. The lime sort of cuts the sweetness. I think it's really appealing to people, but it's not what I ever dreamed of uh, we would make as a cider. And we're doing other you know, things. We do one-offs. Uh, we've got a list of about 20 on the board we'd like to do this summer. Uh, one, uh, a blueberry fog with some Earl Grey tea in our blueberry cider. Uh, a, a cranberry, really popular. We've had requests for cranberry. We did a smoky maple back in February that was really popular, so we'll do that again. Yeah. It just The ideas just keep coming. I don't know where they come from. Do you get the chance to uh, put it all together? Do you have a team that sort of works on it all? We have a team. Uh, right now, uh, there's... There's, uh, there's me, uh, who you know, sort of started all this mess. And we have three permanent full-time, one full-time, full-time seasonal, and we have three part-time staff as well who work mostly at the front of the house. I guess, why don't we take a quick little walk and tour, and you can tell me a little bit about some of the things that we'll have photos for in the background here. So you're located uh, on sort of the main strip, not necessarily in the downtown area no. of the city. Is there a reason why you chose the area here? Uh, we lucked into the building. It, it's a big building. We have lots of room for growth. Was one reason one, but then it, it's on the busiest street in Fredericton. Actually, it's not in the downtown core, but it's a very busy street. Lots of street traffic, and it's in an area that is underserved uh, as far as a place for people to go and gather. So it's worked out really well for us. You can uh, lead the way and show right. us where we're going and All tell right. us a little bit about it. All right. Well, we're standing in the middle of the tap room now. We have 20 taps, uh, 10 or cider right now four local craft beers and six are ones that we're going to grow into over the next few weeks. We'll bring on two or three more ciders and two or three more beers. We have, um, we offer wine and soft drinks as well. Uh, so now at the end of the bar we have our turntable and our vinyl selection. So that's the only music we have here unless we have a live band or something like that. So we let the customers flip through the vinyl and they'll choose what they want to hear. Uh, occasionally we have to hide the ABBA album, but other than that, you know, it's usually a pretty good time. We get some people playing some interesting selections. Uh, and then we can see through the windows here, you've got uh, where your production services and so on happen. Sure. Yeah, we've got 14,000 liter fermenters in that room. And uh, one side, there's seven of them named for the seven deadly sins, and the other side is named for the seven virtues. Very, very neat. Uh, the patio is out front and it holds uh, a handful of people as well as inside. What's your capacity? Uh, we can put uh, 60 on the deck and 70 in the bar. So pretty good capacity. I don't think we've had more than 60 in the bar yet though. Maybe not quite yet, but it's, uh, it's so nice outside of late, at least for here today. I can see why there'd be a large gathering out there. Yeah, so It will be long, yes. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Sure, we have, um, we're doing local art shows as well. We've had, uh, this is our second show. We bring local artists work in and we put it up in the walls and sometimes they sell and sometimes they don't, but it's kind of nice to, to showcase what local people are doing as well. And do you have a strong community connection with different groups? I think we do, yeah. We sponsor, a, well, we're one of the sponsors of a, a really big music festival here in the area, Folly Fest. We're um, a, a drop-off collection point for a couple, uh, a charity that collects, you know, items for the women's shelter and things like that. 
We, um, we're trying to encourage local people to come play music. Uh, we have an open mic on Sunday afternoons. What else there is? Anyway, that's, that's what I think about top of my head. But we also, we support lo lots of local causes. We donate to fundraisers or we take part in events that are fundraisers for uh, uh, the Rotary Club and so on. And if people want more information, where do they go to get it? We have a website that sort of works, but the uh, best way to reach us is social media. We have a, a really good Facebook uh, connection and Instagram we use a lot as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. I love it.